Hello and welcome back onto the Empire of the Cop Insider. It's Farrell Keeling here. My internet's been fixed, so hopefully it should be a, a nice and smooth <laughs> call with the lovely Jan Orga Fjordoft of Viaplay. Jan, how are you doing? I'm fine. Calling from uh, or talking to you from Germany, and I guess that is a part of a conversation, so I think I'm very credible at the moment. I tell you what, your intuition would be correct. Um, it looks like uh, Liverpool are going to get a deal done soon uh, for Stuttgart's uh, Waturo Endo. Um, it, it, it's a, a transfer that's taken much of Liverpool Twitter, or Liverpool X rather now, by complete surprise. Um, I just wanted to get your perspective first. Is this a transfer that has surprised you? You seem very complimentary of the player online, but I don't think anyone quite imagined that this would be a player that Liverpool would go for next. Well, first of all, I think we have to be honest. I think, I think when Liverpool fans would have heard of a player named Endo being a South American, costing £90 million, pounds, they would love him. I mean, that's how the transfer is going at the moment all around England, isn't it? I mean, the, the ter- uh, terrible amount, but, but the, what the market is telling us. Yes, we can see that from outside. This not being the first alternative for, for Liverpool. We can start with Jude Bellingham and then we can... Casado and, and so on and so on. I understand that. Having said that, I think that is, I, I used the word smart business yesterday. I, he's a defensive player playing for Stuttgart. He's the captain of, of Stuttgart. And I think that is a, a smart move. Uh, but in today's days, you rather want names uh, than actually the capable players. But I think it is a, it's a bit the same with Manchester United when they get Haaland for enormous amount of money, have scored nine goals in Serie A, I think the fans just have to decide that we are sticking and trusting the manager. I think that's what it's all down to. I think that's the point that kind of polarises the Liverpool fan base. Those are very much sort of give the lad a chance. If this is a player that the recruitment team believes in, if this is a player Jurgen Klopp believes in, he clearly must be decent football. Um, uh, certainly some fellow fans have expressed concern at the fact that Liverpool are signing a, effectively you know, a 30 role. But I think what really stands out, and you've touched on it yourself in, in your own tweets, uh, there's some truly remarkable stats. I think Squawker posted that since the 2021 season at Bundesliga, compared to his peers, midfield peers in the Bundesliga, he's won the most possession in defensive third, he's won the most aerial duels, the most clearances, second most tackles. And judging by the reactions from pundits and from Stuttgart fans themselves, this very much seems like a player that they're, they're quite sad to see potentially go, a player that has a lot to give and potentially you know, a, a lot to prove in a league as competitive as the English top flight. Is that a fair assessment? I guess it's a fair assessment. And, and having said that Bayern Munich just paid £100 million for Harry Kane, he's a 30-year-old, I'm not comparing it <laughs> with that, but, but, but still, they did. But I, I understand the sceptical things about that. I understand that people didn't know a lot about the player. I follow German football. I, of course, known about him. But when I saw the interest from Liverpool yesterday, I took some phone calls. I called some players who have played with him and they adored him. They said, this is the man you want to have in your team. As you were saying, defensive midfielder. He is a leader. Stuttgart love him. He's a guy that kind of has a very contagious energy. A guy that always wants the ball. He's always on the road. He, they, 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 they say this is the guy who is running the engine room uh, of a football club or, or, or a football team. So you can understand that a, that a manager will love that, that kind of player. I'm not trying to, to make uh, and compare him with other players because sometimes that, that is wrong. It's a bit tabloid. But I, I know that the, the clubs do that. They have exercises when they, they hear about a new player 
what kind of player is he. Not that he is as good as the player, but I just want to know that uh, that, that the, the type of player. And, and uh, a lot of the people I spoke to yesterday said, if you're going to use a top player and compare his uh, abilities, they would say Makalela. And we remember Makalela, he was all over the place. He was running all over the pitch. Maybe not the, the star player. Maybe not the players who sell the most shirts. But he's the guy who's running the engine uh, at the club. And, and as you were saying, the stats is, is amazing. Uh, and uh, then we all know that, I mean, when it, com- when it comes to Liverpool, Liverpool comes with, uh, with, with price tags, with, with, with the names. I guess nine of ten Liverpool play- uh, fans have never heard of this player before. And if it started a couple of days ago and now he's suddenly a Liverpool player. So we, I think the club, the manager, everybody got to understand this, that that is sceptical. But this is, a, this is a very good player. Is it uh, a guarantee that he will go straight into the team, make Liverpool better? No, it's not. But that is not the case even if you, if you buy a player for £100 million. So that is never a guarantee anyway. What you will get, you will get an honest, hard-working, disciplined, and, then, and a very and with energy and a great, great attitude of a player. I got a feeling, and I will probably will be in one year time. You, we will do another episode, and you will say, "Remember what you said? You were so wrong." But I got a feeling that <laughs> I, 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 I got a feeling that uh, in one year time, you will say that this this uh, player has turned into a cult here at, at the cup. It, it does seem like a very shrewd signing, a very typical Liverpool signing, if I may, in that you can see where the analytics team, their fingerprints are all over this, you know what I mean? And it's very much a Liverpool transfer in the sense of it was done quickly, it was done quietly, without any sort of fuss and fanfare, um, which which has kind of been the polar opposite of what we've seen recently with the Caicedo and the Lavia saga. Um, one thing I'm, I'm, I'm quite keen on finding out about, because he's quite versatile, I understand, he can play... Um, as a centre-half. It's a bit of a loaded question, but in terms of the way that Liverpool currently play, uh, with Trent often going into the midfield and Canata sort of stepping right and sort of occupying effectively two positions, two spaces um, at once, it's quite a specialist position uh, playing that right centre-back role for Liverpool. I'd I'd assume if Liverpool ever did need potential cover for Canate, it would be an option they might consider uh, with Endo, uh, depending on the specific uh, the game and the game plan. Um, do you believe that Endo potentially has the tools to fulfil um, a complex specialist position like that? Yes, he's a very intelligent player, as you were saying, and he can do different roles. And, and it, it is interesting, the trend now in international football, that the defensive midfielders costing more than the strikers. Uh, and you've seen a lot of that lately. And you see also, I'm just following my gate. If they send me to Norway, they fly, fly without me. But, uh, but <laughs> as you see, with, with same as Bayern Munich, Tuchel is desperate in Bayern to get a number six. So this player, to this balanced player, he's, there's so much in demand. And I think that the way Liverpool play with, with, with Arnold going into midfield, He's flying uh, forward. You need intelligent players. You need players who kind of go beyond their own wishes, so to say, just in the service of the team. You have to fill in in there. And I think it's interesting when you say that that, that is a typical Liverpool signing because there have also been, in the successful years under Klopp, some, some signings. For example, I will use Matip as an uh, example. When Liverpool signed him, 
I said, wow, what? Are they taking Matip? It was okay. It was a good defender at Schalke, but nothing more. What did Klopp manage to do? Turn him into a great trophy-winning centre-half. And, and I think that is the trust you have to put in your manager, that he has, he has the skill to make players better and individual better. But this is a player that will do anything he can to help the team going forward, covering back, doing the hard work for the team that you get in this player. And I think that they are very valuable. And, you, and you, as, as I start with this long answer, is that it's also valuable seen based on, on the clubs, what they using now in terms of money and transfer fee for defensive players. I think the Matip example is quite interesting as well because you'd argue even in, in a season that Liverpool came close to winning a quadruple, Matip was one of, arguably one of the best centre-halves on the planet. The absolutely phenomenally consistent player. I think it was one of the seasons he had the sort of fewest injuries you could rely on him a bit more. Um, I think the final point I kind of wanted to touch upon, um, we're looking at a pretty experienced professional here, 30 years of age. Um, are there any, do you get any impression there's sort of any clear weaknesses that Jurgen Klopp may need to watch out for or are we looking at quite a well-rounded player that could potentially fit into Liverpool's squad this season? Depends which hat I should put on now. If I put on a hat of an English pundit, I would say that it's always hard for the players to come into Premier League because it's so intense, it's, it's so quick. But ask, tell uh, Erling Haaland, I think he's, he's sorted that quite quick, didn't he? Uh, and there's a lot of players coming to England doing quite well. So, but, but I think the challenge for him will be uh, going straight into the Premier League, straight away, the expectations and all those kind of stuff. But never underestimate. He's a, he's a captain for his country. He's a 30-year-old. He's been through doing different st- things. And he's a cult hero at Stuttgart, scoring a decisive goal a couple of years ago who saved him from going down to the, to, to the second Bundesliga. So, yes, I think that, that, will, that will maybe take him time. But, but I got that feeling that this is one of those signings when a year time will say, wow, Liverpool were quite smart there. Now, we'll see because you have a German sport director, you have a good German coach, it's easier to get a player from the German league. But they've, they've done their homework. But we have to be honest, they didn't get their first alternative and now they came up with the second alternative and the second alternative can turn into be very, very smart business. As you, as you hear, my keyword is smart here through all the interview. Well, I tell you what, Jan, you've, you've got me very excited about this player. <laughs> it just seems like Liverpool haven't overspent here. They, they've recruited very well. Uh, versatility as well. We know how much Jurgen Klopp and his coaches love positional versatility. This seems like quite a strong signing and very much we'll be hoping that your prediction pays off <laughs> in, yeah. in a year's time. And well, be- Before we head off and allow you, make sure that you get your, your flight to Norway back on time, and I just want to check if there's anything that you've got coming up personally that's exciting in the pipeline that you wanted to share uh, with, with, with our viewers. No, I'm still doing my stuff. I, I had a good, good summer uh, uh, resting and then I did four Premier League games in four days, heading off then to, uh, to Austria doing the Super Cup. So, but now I have 10 days at home and I do look forward to that. For me, the most excited plans is when I'm, I'm home, can stay home and, and do those kind of stuff. And yes, I'm working on Saturday uh, in the studio and then I'm going to watch the game in the sofa as anybody else. And I do look forward to that as well. A bit worried about my Sheffield United uh, that I played for. They're playing Friday night against Forest. So I'm a bit worried for them, but 
although I'm, I'm very happy that the Premier League has started again. And I have to say at the end, I, I saw it, I was at Chelsea Liverpool and I, and I, and I, I didn't agree with all of them. I said Liverpool, this or Liverpool, that. Yes, they had ball possession that was to be Liverpool. That was very, very low. But I think they were much better than people will, would have them to. And I'm still uh, say that they will, they will challenge for, for, the, for no, maybe not the Premier League title, but they will challenge for, for title this season. So I think there is a reason to still be optimistic, although you miss out on those players who goes from £4 million to £115 million in 18 months. I mean, that is not the target. The targets are put together for a good team. And now we'll see if Endo is one of those bricks that can, can help you. Absolutely. A few, few more bricks to form the wall and hopefully mount a bit of a top four uh, charge this season. Very, very exciting. And uh, fingers crossed as well for a good positive result uh, for the Sheffield and uh, for you two as well to enjoy your time off with your family. It's extremely well earned, Jan. Well, this Thank has been you. Empire of the Cop Insider. I've been Farrell Keeling. We've had the lovely Jan Orga Fjortoft here with us at the airport. A quick chat about Watura Endo. I'm quite excited. I'm sure everyone else will be once they've had a, a listen to this. <laughs> But that has been all for us today. Take care. Take care.